everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. This is Katrina Rochelle, and I'm here with my co-host, Jose Angel. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It was a rough start, but we got here. We got here. This week, Jose, again, is going to be covering uh, a celebrity of his choice. Who'd you pick? Today, I picked Jared Drake Bell, more commonly known as his stage name, Drake Bell, or he has somewhat rebranded himself and now does by Drake Campana, which just means Bell in Spanish. Oh, okay. I never knew that his first name was Jared, first of all. And I definitely heard of that dumbass Campana stuff because I was like, what's the reason? Yeah, we'll get into that a little. I didn't know his name was Jared either, which Jared Bell does not have the same ring to it as Drake Bell. So I guess that was smart on him. And nowadays, Jared just got a bad toxic toxic tinge to it yeah i would be referring to him as drake or bell because that's how most people know him jersey okay <laughs> no, mom, mom drake. <laughs> i that reminded me i saw one thing i don't know if it was wikipedia or where it was but it said some people refer to him as the drake stir and i'm like i've never heard of that or seen it since oh my god no the drake stir all the drake stir is in, 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 in trouble again but i did not include that that just reminded me of it drake bell was born june 27th 1986 that makes him a cancer so you already know he's going to be a horrible human being god damn i was just about to mention um my beautiful mother is also <laughs> a cancer <laughs> no shade to cancers good. out there but oh, you know you guys person. are they're they're emotional creatures i know that yeah. Um, but I guess they also can be horrible human beings. I'll watch out for that. I'll tell my mom. I, I think it's her. just an emotional thing that gets me. Mm, she's also crazy, apparently. I'm a teller. <laughs> he has three older brothers and one older sister, making him the baby of the bunch. Mm. His father was a champion billards player, and that's how he made his living, you know, like pool. Yeah. Was he a shark, though? Maybe he was a con man. Look at me trying to put bad vibes out already. Yeah, already. <laughs> Which I don't know. I just said professional billards player. And I didn't see any other way he made a living. And did I didn't win some awards. I, I didn't really dive into it. Uh, not I that did, professional. I didn't even know if you could make a living off of that. But good for him. You can. I've seen it on ESPN one summer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find what his mother did for a living. But I wonder how much billards players make hundreds and hundreds of dollars do you really think so they probably make decent money i feel like different sports uh of course make different scales of money but if you happen to be in the professional league uh usually you're on the higher end of anything so i he, he was at least they weren't poor and he ended up being famous later so he must have some connection somewhere he was doing decent well that was his father not him no, I mean, I'm just saying, oh, okay. you're not saying that Drake grew up in a shack, so I'm guessing that they did pretty good for themselves. Yeah. Drake started acting at an early age. He was just five, and I always feel bad for child actors. It has to be more of a parent thing, right? Like, you always hear child actors, like, they just loved acting, so they got into yeah. it, but it's the parents who push them. Yeah, especially when they say that, like those two and threes and stuff like that, that was the parents' decision to get them in. Maybe as a teenager, you can try to have some sway with your parents and get yourself into the entertainment world. But yeah, ch- real small child actors, that's that's hard because that's your parents wanting you to be in the business. 
Yeah. The way Drake describes it is his dad just asked him one day if he wanted to be an actor, and Drake said sure, and he became an actor. And he also asked if he wanted an ice cream sandwich for dinner, and he said <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> So he does get his first little gig on a commercial at age five, and it's for like the Whirlpool appliances. Oh, wonder if it was for a dishwasher. I need it. I wonder. In 1994, he did his first TV show appearance in Home Improvement, and from there, his guest starred on other shows like Seinfeld. Uh, he was hitting the the white circuit of uh primetime tv shows because i didn't i didn't like home improvement but i i know people was watching that one inside i watched home improvement really you like yeah, and seinfeld uh, it was more of those i think it was like a naked night show for me like i didn't go out my way to watch it yeah i turned that shit off <laughs> <laughs> in 1999 he goes on to be on the amanda show do you yes. remember what the amanda show was or did you even watch it love the amanda show was obsessed with it did not have a computer at actively during that time. So all that website stuff that they was doing, I was very upset that I couldn't join in. But yeah, no, I, I, I didn't even remember love, all that. Yeah, I used to love the Amanda show. So yeah, much. it was a spinoff show from the TV show, All That. Mm-hmm. And it starred Amanda Bynes as the main character, but other kids appeared in the sketches. And it was just one of those sketch comedy shows. And one of those kids was Drake Bell. And that is where he met his future co-star, Josh Peck. Go, Josh! <laughs> the Amanda Show ran from 1999 to 2002, and during this time, Drake got a role on the TV movie Chasing Destiny, where he learned to play guitar from Roger Deltry, who is a lead singer of the band The Who. Okay, I know The Who. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, Robert. Roger. Roger. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be getting no guitar lessons from him anytime soon. Yeah, um, so I think that is interesting. That's where Drake started to get his like little music career going as well. Yeah, at least he held on. I mean, before he get we get to the bad stuff, he at least held on to uh, a good skill. It carried him for, well, I guess presently, because he's still doing, he still plays guitar, he still does music. Yeah. In 2004, Drake Bell got the biggest role of his career, starring alongside Josh Peck in the hit TV show, Drake and Josh. Are you a fan of Drake and Josh? I did like Drake and Josh. Um, Out of all the Nickelodeon shows of that era, it wasn't my favorite, but I did watch it a lot. Because I, you know what is so crazy? You just, you like the weirdest people together. And even though I knew they didn't belong together, I liked uh, Josh with that mean girl, smart girl he was always with. So I used to watch it. And Megan was always messing them up so you know i enjoyed that but it wasn't the best one yeah i watched it when i was younger because in 2004 i was like 11 but i don't really remember it yeah i couldn't tell you like oh i loved helen i'll tell you that yes uh love her but yeah i can't tell you like big episodes i can't either i remember thinking at the time it was a little cheesy but it was just something that came on Hug me, brother. Anybody who says that shit, it's very cheesy. People seem to love it, though. And like that, people still quote the show. This is also the time Drake's most popular song comes out, I Found a Way, which served as the opening theme song for the show, Drake and Josh. The show ran until 2007 and had two television films. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, so... I will I will say something. And this 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 will demonstrate how fat I am though. <laughs> I ended up watching one of them TV 
movie Drake and Josh things because uh-huh. it was like something like Drake and Josh and the really big shrimp and I love shrimp <laughs> <laughs> so I just watched it and they showed these big ass shrimp and I was like damn I love to have them so I, I just wanted to mention that weird you accent. definitely remember it more than I do you might be a I, little Drake and Josh fan undercover low-key yes because I used to watch TV's tv shows and stuff for small weird reasons and so uh i usually remember tidbits about it but yeah i definitely remember those big ass shrimp because i love shrimp yeah (laughs) there you go in 2005 drake was driving with a friend and he was 19 at this time a driver had fallen asleep at the wheel and crashed head on to drake's car drake suffered from missing teeth requiring over 70 stitches to his face a fractured neck and a broken jaw This halted Drake and Josh's fourth and final season. I'm actually surprised this didn't leave Drake with more permanent scars. And I mean, he could be hiding them with makeup or something, but those damages did not sound good. Yeah. And I never even knew he was in no accident like that. I mean, granted, I wasn't keeping up with him like that, but I thought, you know, I would have heard about. uh, Yeah, because this was like at the height of his career. Yeah. Messed up his his. You said he had a fractured neck and jaw? A broken jaw. Broken. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You, having and no stitches to the face. That, I could not. I could not imagine. That has to hurt. It has to be hard. Yeah. He had some other TV and movie roles that we won't really be getting into. But Drake is just one of those actors that I don't really see acting. Like in our Shia episode, it seems mm-hmm. he is only playing himself in those roles. Like a cool, funny kid. Yeah, because after he was a child and he started growing up, I feel like the only thing I saw him in was Nickelodeon things. So it's like yeah. nobody else was hiring him seriously because he probably couldn't act. No offense. No, he had some offense. movies, but he wasn't the star. And and they were trash movies either way. Because was he, it, I'm just asking, any of the film credits you saw where he wasn't the main character, were they good movies? Not in my opinion. I'm sure some people like them. I think one was like college. Um, he was in another one, which Ooh, it college. Matter. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's not like I any love like, that movie. amazing movies. So. <laughs> Fucking college is on my top top of the list. <laughs> his music career sort of did better, I guess. In 2006, his album "It's Only Time" peaked at number 81 on billboard and his 2014 album peaked at 151 Woo! i keep seeing the rankings on- <laughs> 151 this is a dangerous number yes i keep seeing the rankings on wikipedia which is not always a reliable source but complex.com backed it up too so it's only time actually peaked at number four in mexico and his 2014 album peaked at number five in so he's in mexico Man, I see why he was Campana. Exactly. He's obviously doing a whole lot better in Mexico than he is in America. Before we get into the allegations against Drake, I just want to point out that this is the reason Drake moved to Mexico. His music career is way better over there. His concerts are selling out over there. I keep seeing tweets and comments on videos saying maybe Drake was fleeing to Mexico to hide from things, which, you know, we love a conspiracy theory, but his rebranding and moving seems to be more on a financial and career related Mm -hmm. yeah also i'm seeing like 
Drake is an American or he's from America originally, right? Not Canada or something, right? Yeah, he was born in California. I, I feel like Mexico has no problem getting a white boy extradited out of there if they really needed to. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's not like he was like a Mexican superstar uh, trying to evade the police. If 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 we really wanted him and he was in Mexico and we offer him something, they're going to put his ass down here. And maybe there is something to that little conspiracy theory, but... I don't think it is. I think he's just following the money at that point. Maybe. In 2014, according to people.com, Drake files for bankruptcy. He owes $1.597 million. Mm. At this time, Drake claims he is only making 2820 a month. and But his expenses are... $18,771 a month. It Damn. seems to me he was still trying to live that big celebrity life, but he was just broke with expensive taste. Yeah, what was you doing? What, how, how many things was you putting on credit when you bankrupt one, 1. 1.6, basically? Yeah. And you saying, hey, I'm only making two, but I'm keeping up with this almost $20,000 lifestyle. And you don't think that was in 2014 and Drake and Josh ended in 2007. So just seven years after Mm -hmm. Drake and Josh ended, he's bankrupt. He did not stretch it. He should have set his ass in Ohio and got himself a townhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I mean, he was young. So I think it was that. And I don't want to say his parents took his money because I don't know. There's no facts to prove that, but it could I don't... just be bad uh, financial management. He just yeah. maybe didn't know how to manage a whole bunch of money once he got loose. Yes. In 2015, he had a little scandal, if you even want to call it that. In response to Caitlyn Jenner's magazine cover called Call Me Caitlyn. Mm, I know something about this. <laughs> yes, you covered that. Drake tweeted, sorry, still calling you Bruce. I've seen Nigga, some... I'm still calling you Drake from Drake and Josh. If you <laughs> I've seen I'm some sorry. people you say said. he was referencing a Drake and Josh episode, but whatever. He deleted that tweet and tweeted, good thing social media has no effect on real life. And then tweeted, I'm not dissing him. I just don't want to forget his legacy. He is the greatest athlete of all time. So chill out. Bruh. And that was... A direct crow. I wasn't misgendering Caitlyn uh, Jenner. That was his. I quote. know. I mean, bro, shut the fuck up. So I don't know if it was ignorance or it was intentionally and maliciously ignorance. doing it. But like it, Caitlyn, don't like Caitlyn forgot that she was an Olympic gold medalist. Exactly. It did blow over, and Drake did end up apologizing. Also, a side note here, I keep seeing on social media people call Drake a Trump supporter. It doesn't even matter. And I don't know if this is what calls the rumors to be fueled, but Drake has commented before that he voted for Hillary, and it doesn't matter really either which way, just getting the facts out there. Yeah, we got a lot of trash-ass people who voted for a lot of decent people either way. (laughs) Yeah. In 2016... Bell struck a plea deal to serve 96 hours in jail for a DUI, be on probation for four years, and attend an alcohol class. He was going 55 in a 35 zone and was swerving. Uh. This was actually Bell's second DUI. His first was in 2009. 
DUIs really don't hurt people's careers that much. Not anymore. Uh, apparently, unless you, you kill somebody. That is true. If you kill someone, it hurts your career. And I feel it does, for some reason, hurt women's careers more than it does a man's career. Oh, I agree. And at this time, Drake was really not an A-list celebrity. It's now 2016. So it got a little blip in the media, but not much. Yeah, he wasn't in the news cycle like that. He wasn't that that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like you said, unless you kill someone, no one's really caring about DUI, but maybe we should be just because they are really dangerous and you're putting someone else's life in danger, like just did a cab or nowadays an Uber. We're not endorsing people not caring about DUIs. We're just saying society does not give a fuck. Yes. They'll, They'll put you right back in that movie, put you in rehab for a week and then put you right back. But you know, you know what you're saying. I feel Don't like drink and drive. Yeah, you can. A celebrity can drink and drive, and the next day go on a talk show, and make a joke about it. Mm-hmm. On June 18, 2017, Drake is in the news because he tweets, "When you're not invited to the wedding, the message is clear." And followed by, "True colors have come out today. Message is loud and clear. Ties are officially cut. I'll miss you, brother." B R O T H A. Just want to specify that's how he spelled it. <laughs> These tweets were in a reference to not being invited to the wedding of Josh Peck. Josh claims their friendship had turned into a social media friendship. They just tweeted each other sometimes. But around this time, they hadn't hung out or actually talked in three years. People mainly rallied around Drake for this and thought Josh was in the wrong. They eventually made up Josh saying it was just a so crazy with the planning he didn't even think drake would want to come and drake saying he was hurt but josh is like a brother and they make up they eventually make a vlog of drake meeting josh's baby and everything is good again honestly i don't get it the fan base of these shows really want these co-workers to be best friends Mm -hmm. for life and they are just doing their job i've had i've had so many co-workers i've gotten really close to But once I left the job, the friendship did not last. (laughs) And, you know, like, we're co-workers now because of this podcast. And I don't expect us to be friends once it's over. You said we ain't going to be friends (laughs) once it's over? No. (laughs) We're co-workers. I'm about to put in my fucking resignation right now. I I don't know. No, but this is why I'll say. Because... I, I I could never compare anybody to our situation because I feel like that's different. But in this situation, first of all, Josh played it perfectly because no, you didn't forget to uh, to invite him. You did not want him to come. I think, like you said, the whole fan bases are just like, oh, Drake and Josh, they have to do everything together. They have to share each other's lives forever. But if they are not actually being in each other's lives and you only see them engaging on social media, that tells you everything right there. Like, just because I retweeted you and I responded does not mean that I feel like we are still close enough where you deserve intimate details into my life. And if Josh knew about Drake and, I guess, his future and, at that time, present destructive behavior, you're not trying to bring that attention to your wedding either. I've seen so many different explanations that Josh had given, and I don't think he wanted him there. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> and you see, they ain't friends now. And then everybody now like, oh yeah, Josh, you made the right call. Shut up. Yeah, and 
what we're kind of about to get into, people are saying, well, maybe Josh knew. And I, I don't know if he did or didn't, but the allegations against him are around this time. This, this is what I'll say real quick before you get into it. Just like you were speaking on that whole, like, you'll become close with coworkers. And then once you leave, you know, sometimes the friendship stays, most of them, they drop off. They but always say, drop off. Poppers okay, well, stone. I was, I think I was talking about me mostly because okay. most of mine <laughs> drop off. Not all of them, but you said Papa's rolls. <laughs> but uh, what I will say is, even if you don't become close with your coworkers, you see how they act. You see their behavior. What makes them tick? What you you see their character. So maybe Josh didn't know the more darker details of Drake and his behavior, what he would do, or blah blah blah. But you kind of get an essence of somebody. And once you're done working with them, you can decide for yourself, oh, this is going to be somebody I still keep in contact with. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad this shit is over. So I ain't going to never speak to that man again. So, you know, he might not have known everything that was going to come out, but he just knew that that wasn't his friend. And at this time, 2017, Drake and Josh has been off air for a decade. Like Mm -hmm. you are not going to have the same friends you have your whole life. Yeah, you just had us losers on social media who were just so just so nostalgia filled, like, oh, my gosh, we just wish the old things. And remember when the Saturday morning cartoons used to come on and uh, yeah, but, you know, not everything is the same. You got to get over it. You yeah. Move on. <laughs> on August 12th, 2020, Drake's former girlfriend, Melissa Lindefeld, or she also goes by Jimmy Ono claims the two dated from 2006 to 2009, starting when she was 16 and Drake was 20. Mm. Yeah, right now we kind of side-eye that, 16 and 20. I know me and you have had conversations like, that's disgusting. Exactly. But, but I you feel- know, some people hold that whole age of consent, like state thing in, in their hands. And I'm like, no, nah, it's 18 all around for me. Yes. She claims Drake is an alcoholic, was physically and verbally abusive, So at 16, she started dating Drake, and she was homeschooled before that. And then from homeschool, she went and moved in with him. Also, yeah, so very sheltered life, I believe. Mm -hmm, Like a whole, it sounds like a low-key type of groom situation. Mm -hmm. Also, she is posting all of this on TikTok videos. So, of course, people are commenting if they believe her or not. She says at the pinnacle of it, he drugged me down the stairs of our house in Los Feliz, she answered TikTok with saying, I don't even want to get into the underage girls thing. I mean, I will, but I'm scared. So the video is no longer on her TikTok, but the other ones following it are. So she still is sticking with the same story. Hmm. So just the main one that's about Drake is, is gone off her TikTok, but the other ones are? Yes. And I don't know if TikTok removed them or she removed them, but... The following ones that we're going to talk about are still on there. Okay. Maybe on the one that was removed, it could have been something that she miss she misspoke on, or she was just getting a lot of hate and she just figured, let me just get rid of this one. I know how TikTok is though. Like you can get taken down for like harassment or if you're talking about someone. Mm-hmm. So let's not even talk. Yeah, TikTok got some explaining to do because low-key TikTok been acting racist. I said it here, Katrina Rochelle. TikTok is acting a little racist. <laughs> you can't put black shit in your bio, but you could put white uh, 
uh, white supremacy and white power. I and saw that. Yeah, it's weird. TikTok. I'm saying something like I got power, but it's weird. Why can why can you do all that other stuff and you can't put black? Yes. I don't know. But anyway, I'm sorry. Back to um I don't know where to we the were Drake at. accuser. Okay, so like uh, we said this on TikTok. It was on TikTok. He's 20, she's 16. It's icky. Mm-hmm. She's alleging that Drake is an alcoholic. And I have not seen anything else saying that he's an alcoholic, but this time with him having two DUIs, one around this time when she was with him. It does make it seem more believable. Yeah, it's like perception. Yeah. So Drake Bell responds to people. Every time I say people, I always, you know, it's like he's just responding to the people. And it's not like that. It's like people.com, people the magazine. Uh, I assumed you were talking about the magazine at first. That's just how it's in my head every time I say it. He was responding to the peoples. (laughs) Drake responds to people, capital P. (laughs) <laughs> saying he's never abused his ex-girlfriend or did many of the other things Melissa falsely claimed on her TikTok videos. He does say their relationship ended a decade ago and they both called each other names, which happens when couples are breaking up. And just to be clear, I'm paraphrasing what Drake said here. I'm not a Drake apologist like you're a Roseanne apologist. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Drake didn't deny that he was dating that woman when she was a teenager. No, he admits he dated her. Yeah, talking about the only thing they did was call each other names. Because, bro, she was young. What'd she call you? A poopy head or something? <laughs> uh, you get up, you, you big dummy. Didn't even know what she was saying. He goes on to say he is questioning whether she is seeking money and he's thinking of exploring legal options. He ended his response by saying, quote, clearly Melissa still felt close enough to me just last year that she was comfortable reaching out to ask me to provide her with financial support Ooh, during a tough time, light, which light. I did. <laughs> so now Drake is painting her out to be a money grabber, which is a smart move. Almost any time a woman comes out with allegations against the man, the money defense or seeking attention mm-hmm. is what they use to dismiss the woman. Yeah, but all you got to do is be smart enough to look at the clues and see. I mean, the thing is, Okay, this is allegedly, right? We don't know for sure if the abuse she stated happened or not. Yes, it is still alleged. What I will say is that she doesn't mention anything about suing or getting a lawsuit out. Um, Unfortunately, because of the social media era we're in, everybody takes to share and spilling their guts on anything that's new, whether it be on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, RIP Vine, or whatever. People was always telling their life story or telling you too much about them uh so she's not she's just telling her story she's not talking about speaking to a lawyer she's not talking about getting money from you but in your response you make sure to say uh she still feels close to me because she was just asking me for some money and i don't know if she's trying to extort me but i just want to be safe and look at legal options bro yeah just gaslight us (laughs) <laughs> like you probably did that 16 year old. Oh, don't give She thought you were too old for her, but <laughs> you were like, no, don't you see me on your TV every day? I'm in high school. <laughs> so Melissa was not backing down though. On August 13th, so a day later, Melissa shared a message that another one of Jake's Drake's ex-girlfriend, Peyton Lane, who dated Drake from 2011 to 2016. Peyton reached out saying she would stand by Melissa's side. She messaged, quote, I will stand by your side and back you up as I went through the same 
horrific verbal, physical, and mental abuse. Mm, people building the army on him low-key now. Yeah, so now you have two ex-girlfriends saying that he is verbally, physically, and mentally abusive. And that's crazy because just six months ago, she was reaching out for me for financial help again. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. on August 30th, Melissa shared a photo of her with a bruise on her chin, claiming it was around the end of the relationship, saying the physical abuse was happening almost every other week and verbal abuse daily. She also shared a police report months after they had broken up, where he said, I'm going to kill both of you and stab you to death. The police report just says victim two, so I'm not quite sure who that was, Mm -hmm. but victim victim one is Melissa. Melissa goes on to share texts with friends. She said Drake's wife's best friend is trying to discredit her story and saying Drake has changed. It was a long time ago. Melissa says she feels bad for his wife because just a few months ago, he was DMing her trying to flirt. The friend is like, he has a wife and I feel bad for her. The friend remembers her being abused and one says, quote, I remember the pits. I remember the physical fights. I remember him throwing you in a bathtub and scalding you with water. Melissa then goes on to share more messages with women claiming they dated Drake or underage girls saying they shared pits with Drake. One woman tweets that when she was 14 and Drake was 25, Drake asked for nudes and he knew her age. She wouldn't send nudes, but she would FaceTime naked. She said it never happened. At the time, she thought it was cool or funny, but now she realizes how disgusting it was. Mm-hmm. That's and, usually how it is when you're when you're younger and you haven't been really taught about these sorts of things. It's like more on a you. It's like oh my gosh, this attention I'm getting is just so great. You're not knowing that it's not the right attention and it's not the right person and it's in a way that's going to do you harm. Yeah. When you're 14, you just think, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so mature. He likes me. You don't realize Mm -hmm. that he's just disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like in high school, like we had some of the same mutual friends, like uh, especially in my homeroom class or star class, we talk about them getting with these guys. And so how is this one? And we're like, I would say this like sophomore year. He's like 21. He's like 22. Blah, blah, blah. And you, you were laughing and we're joking and we're having fun as teenagers. But then you start getting a couple, you get, you get older and you're like, nah, that was totally wrong. That was disgusting. What were they doing? Talking with children, trying to talk to somebody our age or our ages back then it just shows the immaturity of them and the manipulation that they also see the immaturity in you but um they're a little bit more smarter to use uh use it against you yeah you're a grown-ass man why with the job and everything why are you trying like (laughs) talk to Mm -hmm. someone in high school it it doesn't make sense yeah so everything that was a better way of what i was trying to say (laughs) 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 i took the scenic route Everything kind of settles down, and I didn't see Drake respond further. If you look at the comments of the posts, the older ones especially, it is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I sent you some of those. Like, no one really believes her and are just making jokes about it. I yeah. feel this episode, more of my research has been on social media because Melissa came forward with her story on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It seemed people used that to discredit her. Like, she was doing it for likes or fame. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people just didn't believe her or if they really want to go that hard for Drake Bell, but the story kind of died there. 
I mean, it was election time and it seemed if it wasn't election protest or COVID, the news really wasn't covering it. So maybe the Drake story just got buried. I don't know. I think that's a part of the reason why he went silent. Like, okay, she comes out with her story and then she has, I guess you would say receipts or, or you would say testimonials from other girlfriends or former people that were involved with him. And all of a sudden he goes radio silent because, you know, the, the evidence is mounting. He has his fake ass fan base defending him on one half so he's like okay let me shut up so the story doesn't get any more press because they're starting to hit on some stuff that's right they're having the same story and then let people discredit her because people are not uh thinking that she's believable because of the way she decided to release the story and eventually it'll blow over (laughs) it's kind of like a classic thing but you can't i mean i understand people being skeptical skeptical because so many things are just smoke screens nowadays but there the comments that you showed me that there was just no reason to be that nasty and to say some of those things it's like okay if you don't believe her you don't believe her but it's just the he he why would uh why would he get with her looking like that it's like yeah. girl, well this isn't about appearances and this isn't about looks or anything else it's about manipulation and around this time, that was in August. So in November, it is when the Drake Campana stuff blows up that he mm-hmm. has changed his name. But he did that in 2019. It's just no one was really fucking with Drake here in the United States that it, it kind of took a while for everyone to notice. We got the news late. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, his social had already been Drake Campana and all that. So that's why the conspiracy doesn't really hold up to me that much. Hmm. And I didn't hear anything about the whole Drake thing at that time. But Drake is not someone on my radar, so it's possibly I'm possible I missed it. And it does blow over. That is until June 4th, 2021. This is when Drake Bell is charged with disem I'm I'm going to butcher this word. It's so hard to say. Disem I <laughs> Found it out. Oh, I tried to. This minute. I don't even know if I wrote down the word right. So something pretty much distributing matter harmful to juveniles and attempted endangering children. Distribution? No, it's D-I-S-S-E-M-I-N-A-T-I-N. You went too fast. I got what disassemblement? <laughs> Disseminatin. I don't even know if I wrote it down right. Yes, so. disem- he did that disseminatin. <laughs> okay, dis- moving on. <laughs> he pleads not guilty. He's and- a dementor. <laughs> he okay. pleads not guilty and posted a $2,500 bond. The incident happened December 1st, 2017. He didn't have that money. He had to go to a bail bondsman. <laughs> I don't know if the victim chose to wait or if some reason there was a delay, but I do think Drake knew this was coming. On he put all his shit in foreclosure. On June, 20, <laughs> on June 23rd, Drake took a plea deal and pleaded guilty. On June 29th, 2021, Drake tweeted in response to various rumors that are incorrect. I have been married for almost three years and we are blessed to be the parents of a wonderful son. Thank you very much to all my fans around the world. 
for your good wishes. I don't know if Drake thought this would help with his brand or maybe sentencing, but it was very odd that he had never announced his wife of three years or his mm-hmm. child before this point. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, you know, Kevin Spacey getting accused of doing what he was doing. And then all of a sudden your statement comes out that you've been gay. Yes. All these times. I think, it. first of all, just because you married with a child don't mean you wasn't cheating and still doing what you was doing with these little peeps pieces, these young pieces on the side don't mean you still wouldn't been an abuser or a drunk before you got married or anything. I, I don't understand people trotting out the little family. Like, I don't know a broken home when I see one. <laughs> and yeah, he definitely took a page out of Kevin Spacey's playbook. Mm-hmm. And it was just bizarre. Like, why announce it at this time? Yeah, like distraction. Don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to this piece of news I never told you about. <laughs> yes. So I saw the sentencing on YouTube and watched the YouTube channel Observe talk about his body language. But I got the transcript off of people.com. And his sentences, sentencing is where we finally get to hear the victim tell her story and get the full story. I don't know. I don't have a name for her. I think she chose not to give her name, which is her right to do so. Mm-hmm. So I do have to refer to her as the victim. Or Jane Doe? No, that's when you die. Never mind. So when she was 12 in 2014, she first Whoa. met Drake. Did you just say 12? 12. And this is 2014. Bro, bro. And I'm I going was to in be, middle school. <laughs> I I'm met going, you when I was 12. Yeah. I'm going, and I was not Drake's age. <laughs> I'm going to be (laughs) paraphrasing her statement, but you can go to people.com and read her full statement, or you can watch it on YouTube. So when she was 12 in 2014, she first met Drake. Her aunt had a mutual friend who knew him. From there, they start communicating online, and she starts confiding in him and talking about really personal things. Just to make it clear, Drake is around 28 at this time. Did you say 28? 28. (laughs) any 20 you would have said was bad but ew yeah she says she felt protected and loved by him and while weird it was not yet inappropriate like sexually inappropriate yeah because she was 12 thinking that she had a brother or something i mean she shouldn't have been talking to his ass anyway but she Okay, anyway, let's just see what happens in this I guess story. he was in the early stages of grooming her, though. Mm-hmm, that's what it meant, like, fucking 12 years old. At 13, she goes to him for boy advice, and he tells her boys are stupid and she was beautiful. He then sent a photo she had uploaded a year previously of herself. So he sends a picture of herself to her and telling her she was such a cutie. Not until later did she realize this is disturbing that uh, he would like take a screenshot and keep that picture of her. Uh-huh. When she was 14, she was spending time with him and he said he could not believe how much she had grown and that oh, no. she wasn't little anymore and said she was a woman now. Oh, at, kill me now. At 15, she noticed he started to treat her differently, messaging her how hot she was. When she told him he was going to see him in concert, he asked how old she was. And she told him 15, and he told her to hurry up. From there, they start sending each other inappropriate pics on Snapchat, 
and Instagram. They were naked pictures and of his body and genitals and of her body. And she says anytime she tried to tell Drake she was uncomfortable with sending pics or the sexual nature of their messages, he would get mad. And she said mad, spiteful, and like kind of use it against her. On October 2017, she says he digitally penetrated her, which means fingered in court talk, I guess, because we heard that in the Bill Cosby episode. Yeah, I was penetrated. wondering. Yeah, I was like, digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while they were in the back seat of her aunt's car, so he does finger her in the back seat of the aunt's car while they were taking him to her friend's house. On December 1st, 2017, her aunt took her to see Drake perform, and when she went backstage, she performed oral sex on him twice. The next day, she went to his hotel room and gave him oral sex again, while her aunt waited outside the hotel room in the hallway. She what said, the fuck? <laughs> we're, I, I've we're been here. trying to be silent. I've been, oh my God. Are you, oh my God. And she says if she had not been on her period, Drake would have raped her. I don't I, know if she chose to say rape because it was rape since she was a child and could not give consent or because she truly felt like he would rape her. It's still rape either way. Yes. Either way, she's, you're right. Oh, my God. Who the fuck is this auntie? That bitch needs to be on a guillotine now. <laughs> so in she's Jen- nasty, too. So, first, Drake. First, the watermelon to make sure the guillotine works. Then you're going to put Drake up under there. And then side by side, I want that auntie. I uh, want them all. I, I do talk about her later. Um, in January 2018, she was talking to who she thought was Drake, but turned out to be Janet Vaughn, Drake's wife. She, the victim, claims when she later asked Drake about it, He just brushed it off and told her everything is fine. And she says Janet knew about them for years. Yeah, of course the secret wife knows everything. She doesn't really go further into that, but it just adds another disgusting layer. If Drake's wife is allegedly involved somehow, Mm -hmm. she does claim that before she went forward to the police, she reached out to Janet and Janet denies ever talking to her before and apologizes saying it was not the victim's fault, but she would like to know before the victim goes to the police and the victim chose not to tell her which i don't think i would tell her either backwards bitch trying to get your affairs in order so Uh in september 2018 after not feeling right about the whole thing and feeling betrayed by drake over the janet situation the victim does come forward to the illinois police but they say she has to go through the cleveland police i don't know if it was because she was from cleveland but that could have been why it was held up a little. She ends her statement with saying, Jared Drake Bell is a pedophile, and that is his legacy. Thank you, Your Honor. 100%. Before we wrap this up, I do want to dissect this a little. Yeah, let's not wrap it up. We got to shit on him (laughs) some more. I did not know it was this bad. I I just want to tell the story before we, like, dive into it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So the victim says... This has strained her relationship with her aunt. I'm not accusing or blaming the aunt, but come on. Why would she leave a 15-year-old? No, you're you're not. (laughs) You're not. Because we don't know. (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're as good at suit. 
Well, don't sue me. <laughs> sue the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why would she leave a 15-year-old in the hotel room with a 31-year-old? Even if they were friendly, what does he have to say to her that the aunt could not have been in the room to hear with, to hear about it? And he fingered her in the back of the aunt's car. So I imagine the aunt is driving or in the passenger seat. How did she not see that? Yeah, it's all disgusting. Um, uh, I'm going to say Katrina thinks. Your opinion, yes. My opinion, which is not fact, as Jose has <laughs> just stated, is that Drake and that auntie is both nasty ass pedophiles. Her She's just pedophile adjacent because she let that man be a pedophile adjacent to her and with her own family. What do you mean you was in the hallway? That is what you gets was in me, the like... car. You was his friend. Y'all was the connection to your niece even knowing this man. Does she do this before? Is she a, is she a recruiter? Is she a child recruiter? Trafficker? She needed to be on that goddamn webcam getting some charges as well. I don't strain her relationship. I wish I'd tell, I'd tell a girl to get in contact with me. I'd be like, you don't need no relationship. It, it needs to be broken. I'd be like, strained? You, you ain't went from the ultimate goal. You need to sever it. <laughs> yes. So That's crazy. Ooh, another aspect to it, Janet Vaughn. I wonder if there's more there with her. She does seem to be sticking by Drake's side. She could have easily left. No one knew they were married. And I honestly just don't know why people are going so hard to defend Drake. Like, listeners, go look at the comments on the videos. People are saying the victim is just mad or coming forward because he got married. Okay, even if that is true, that is not an excuse. He groomed a literal child, and at 15, he abused her. The power dy dynamic alone makes it icky. She idolized him. And then you add the age factor, and it is absolutely sickening. Yes, disgusting. It, it, as a whole, like he knew exactly what he was doing, and he took like methodic steps for his plan to work out. Eventually, it, it's 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 crazy. And she she's the only one who who spoke up in the court. So all those other stories that we don't know are confirmed or not are just even more horrifying because oh my god yeah you're hearing these little whispers like how many people is drake bell abusing because you're a familiar face on a kid's show you get you get access to this precious fan this precious innocent fan base who just want to know you who just want to like you and they love the character and they love the show they and, and these actors and musicians take advantage of that especially when it's this type of fan base so that's why it's very it's so much more disturbing to hear about these than uh the adult cases because it's like these are especially um intentional Yes. You're intentionally targeting children because of the influence you have and because of their age and because that's what you like. And it's just you, it's just a whole pot of nasty. It's, it's, that's bad. I did not know how bad those allegations I didn't and either. charges and confirmations, because not all of them is allegations now, were. He pleaded guilty, yes. 
And people oh are still God. saying, oh, he pleaded guilty because it was just an easier way to out of it. Like he didn't do it. And it's like, are you stupid? Like what? <laughs> like, honestly, if you're listening to this, go to any freaking video about Drake Bell and scroll through those freaking comments. Like the jokes, I get jokes. Like everyone makes jokes about situations and it's all mm-hmm. freaking Drake and Josh jokes. But just people trying to defend him and going this hard over Drake Bell. Like why? I don't get it. And I want old girl, I want the wife to release a picture of her holding today's newspaper to show this bitch ain't a hostage. I, I mean, not. I'm not trying to give her credit not saying that she's not in charge of her own her own actions where well, the victim but actually the said in her statement crazy the victim as she said in her statement i don't have the exact quote but she said she wants her to be charged as well because she said she knew about it she covered up like yeah i don't like the spouses whether it be the man covering for the woman or the woman cover, covering up for the man if he's nasty he's nasty if he did that he did that and the you whole thing to, of- to deal with it but don't don't advocate for it and don't excuse it. The whole thing of she thought she was talking to Drake and then the person on the other end says it was Janet Vaughn. And then Drake says, it's fine. It was nothing. And then when she confronts Janet Vaughn over it mm-hmm. again, Janet's like, that wasn't me. Like it did. It did so confusing. Yeah. Like you, you knew that your man was on some sick shit again. And y'all maybe thought that y'all had figured this out and talked about it. Uh, he caught you catching him and y'all had a blow up about it. And then he went back on a sick shit. That's and if you remember, which no one seemed to pick up at the time when Melissa was sending those screenshots and she's like, his wife's friend tried to discredit the story. No mm-hmm. one even like picked up. He's married. Like he had the secret wife and Melissa knew. And Melissa had like released a statement. And so did his other ex-girlfriend pretty much saying, I told you so, which they can like, they told people and no one pretty much listened to them. Like the wife is either. Yeah. She's basically complicit in these things. She's and she's a, a beard, a distraction. Maybe. Cause I don't, you, you kept her in the shadows when it was convenient. And then you, you show pony her out when you're having legal problems. Drake does these over surprise facial expressions during his victim during the victim statement and she yells at him don't smile at me don't look at me like that like i if if you watch the video because you can find the video everywhere like she's describing things he's like what like that happened like i mean just he just like bad acting for one and it's like why are you shocked you were there you were the one doing it yeah it's all that gaslighted manipulation yes also, I just want to note, she says in her statement that Drake used tactics to mock her and get public support, which I saw on the Observe video. Drake had liked some comments on Twitter, making some fun of the situation. I could not find those what he liked. I looked at Drake's likes and I did not see any likes, but obviously he, he could took them out. He just could have went through and unliked them because he does uh-huh. not have many likes on his Twitter likes anymore. And I said like like 200 times. Um, And, like, I understand, like, a situation like that. (laughs) So, Drake was sentenced for two years probation, 200 hours of community service, and no contact with the victim, and will have to register as a sex offender. So, my next... That was the best thing, the last one. My next sentence, which I think I 
know your stance now is, do you think this is a fair sentence? Absolutely not, bro. You got people serving almost decades for having pounds of weed in the car. And you telling me this man with a victim test, uh, with a victim testifying, a witness testifying, and him pleading guilty, which I guess that's that, that was the thing. He pleading guilty, so he's not getting as much. But he should, at least, I don't care if it was five days, even though, yes, that still would have been unjust. This man needed to be behind some bars. He needed to. Like, whether or not the victim is grown or not does not matter because the crimes he committed were against a child. Yes. It was against the child. And, and it's like they don't care. And if you remember in 2016, he got four years probation for a DUI. Exactly. He ain't violated his probation yet. That man needs to be in Guantanamo Bay. I think that was 2016. So 2020 probation over 2021 new charge. So he barely mm, missed it. 21, that man needs to be not in the sun. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just can't believe him doing all that, him violating and abusing a child. They're possibly being, and I'm saying possibly because it's not confirmed, but you know, I'm very, I'm on the highly likely part of them being other victims. And he doesn't get any jail time. He just gets probation and community service. And I know they ain't going to have his ass on a highway, even though I'd love to pass his ass on a highway. Pass him by a big-ass puddle. (laughs) Pass him in the rain. I litter out something. I eat half that McChicken, extra mayo and lettuce, and throw it out on his ass. I don't know why I chose those scenarios. I I don't either. So Judge Timothy McCormick said at the end of the sentencing, quote, your position and celebrity status enabled you to nurture this relationship. You were able to gain access to this child. You were able to gain the trust of the child. I hope you are truly remorseful. I don't know. Fuck that judge for that dumbass speech and you giving him the sentence that you gave him. You said child in that speech four times and you didn't send this child molester to prison. Fuck that judge too. Talking about, I hope you are really remorse. Throw the judge in jail too. (laughs) It's so many people. Everybody needs to be lined up on trial because what it doesn't make sense. The material is right in front of you. The evidence is right in front of you. They tell the witness has testified what happened to them as a child. And you talking about, I hope you're remorseful, even though this man was making faces and exaggerations on the actions he supposedly did. And then you give him nothing. You give you, you throw pennies on his sentence. Man, fuck that judge (laughs) and fuck Drake and fuck that auntie and fuck anybody else who was enabling him. Yeah. Drake ended things with, quote, your honor. I just want to say today that I accept this plea because my conduct was wrong. I'm sorry that the victim is harmed in any way. That was obviously not my intention. That was obviously your intention. You just didn't want to get caught. Uh, you accepted that plea because that kept people's dick at your ass in jail. Uh, I mean, various other things. You didn't get your salad tossed. 
you get to be free with your your scary complicit wife and your allegedly your allegedly scary complicit trash ass wife and your secretive baby and your child molester predator pedophile tendencies you get to keep going out because i mean the sentence ain't he ain't restricted from the internet he gets no. to still he still gets to be on the internet and have his phone privileges and funny you say that because a, a sexual Drake, predator Drake went on instagram live after the trial and performed some songs like nothing happened and a statement was released by drake's lawyer saying quote Drake and his family are relieved and grateful to have this matter behind them. He looks forward to once again performing for all of his supportive fans around the world. Yes, he's going to start doing covers. First one is Pretty Ricky's Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. He, okay. Followed by Aaliyah's. Followed <laughs> I, I by anybody saying. else. Okay, so since you said cover, you know, I always have to listen to their music. Drake is trash, but his cover of Gucci Jane is actually really good. <laughs> First of all, I never liked the original. I wish I would listen to a cover of that. It, it yeah. I, I, I What's after I said up. all that shit? I can't even stomach looking that man up in the I search know. bar. I, I, I listened to his music before I researched him. That is and... terrible. But here, I'm sorry, before you really end it, because I know you're about to really No, I'm ending it now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I end things. So these child stars that 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 grow up on the these uh children channels, these Disney channels and these Nickelodeon ch- those are the ones you got to start really watching out for. I hate to say it, but all you got to watch out for everybody, but these ones that are just so close to their childhood fan base. We are seeing you a trend. See they, yeah, and you see that they start to grow up, but their fan base never grows up and never changes. Bam, put a target on their ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, as you grow up and evolve as an artist and actor, if your fan base is still the same, you're still interacting with them same people, I'm putting you in jail just on principle because they ain't putting enough people in jail who need to be in jail. <laughs> and because I know all you guys listening are wondering what Josh Peck said, he said, quote, it's upsetting and it's unfortunate situation. It's disappointing. I saw somewhere that he like deleted all of his interactions with Drake on Twitter and like deleted stuff. I, I didn't look at it, but there are sort of put his baby that. in a sanitize a sanitizing bath. Uh so we have to end this, of course. Do you think Drake has a comeback? Do you think they're going to do that Drake and Josh reunion that so many people want? <laughs> dang i'm sorry this ain't the part to laugh at <laughs> but uh first of all i hope not i but he's not he's not that big a lot of people we'd be like i hope they don't come back because their star power was so big before all the scandals that it is possible that they could make a comeback yes but uh drake is small potatoes and drake is trash trash bag uh he's the worst not the worst we've covered but one of the worst so i hope he doesn't have a comeback i hope people honestly pay attention to what was said about him whether it's uh allegedly or not because some things just need to be taken with a grain of salt when you consider someone when there's smoke there's fire exactly so i hope he doesn't have a comeback i think he'll try to keep putting out music like uh him and his management said 
and they'll continue to put itself out there because he's just one of those types of people. And once you file bankruptcy, I know you got to keep them checks coming in. But uh, I hope it's not nowhere on the scale of him influencing anybody else. And if he even tries to, I hope they call him, pull the whistle on his ass ASAP. I saw on, because I always follow those people on Twitter and follow the TikToks when I'm like trying to information from them. Uh, Let's see. Oh, he actually just posted now that I'm looking at Twitter. So let's give you an update. (laughs) Drake's. Oh, Drake's song, I think it is, is, yeah, Drake's song is number five right now in the Mexico charts. Jesus. Right now? Right now. He just posted this (laughs) one hour ago. This is a live update. Bombshell tonight. Mexico, you telling me you ain't got better music than fucking Drake Campana? Uh, Mexico overall top sellers last 24 hours on iTunes number nine Drake Bell. Like it can't be that good. No, it... listen to Suavemente. <laughs> so that is your update. Six days ago, he on his Twitter he released a commercial about like some skin cream. It's in Spanish. Some Drake and Josh. Like I'm trying to be an in influencer. There. No, it's a it's just a funny little commercial for Burmesil. Oh, that's paid promo. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like I I'm Mexican, but I don't know how things are in Mexico. I don't know if you this gotta is gonna... get down there. You better put on a fucking radio and change the stations down there. I, I don't know if this is going to hurt his career. I think that people like if I showed you, and if our listeners go look, if you look at the comments, people don't seem to care. I Drake Bell doesn't have a huge career. I don't think it would hurt his career that he had already. Unfortunately, as much as that sounds, it seems like people are taking it as a joke. People are making... I saw this one thing where in the Amanda show, they have like a Judge Judy parody. Yes. And I saw some videos where the victim statement is with the Judge Judy parody with the laugh track and everything. Like it's just a joke to some people. And it's unfortunate because people always think like, oh, this person's a pedophile. But when they think pedophile is like, you know, a child, which she is a child still at 15, 12 to 15. Mm -hmm. But people just seem to be like, Oh, well, she was old enough, I guess. I, I don't know. It I just... think it's because people themselves are creeps as well and start thinking of people with their bodies and sometimes not their ages. Like, I, because, and I'm sorry, it's not even really about this specific situation. Maybe I'm talking about more in general, but you see those comments of people saying, well, we didn't look like this when we were teenagers or dang, I couldn't tell that she was 15 or she was 16. It's just like, bro, stop being so creepy and nasty uh, and thirsty all the time because I don't even know what my point was, but people are just nasty. Yeah. People are um, just so nasty and they have this and they disregard teenagers. It's like this, especially teenage girls, they're like kind of invisible. If it's not she's ugly she's not this if she would do this she would look so pretty it's oh she got she's too fast or she's showing too much skin it's like you can't win as a teenage girl you either deserved it or 
uh, you don't try hard enough. Do you have anything else to add about Drake Bell before we wrap this up? He belongs in the shitter. (laughs) So we do like to end every episode with a positive note. And we'd like to discuss some form of media that we like, that we relate to, that we want to recommend. Do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Unfortunately, I I didn't know how bad this episode was going to be, so I didn't pick a happy media. (laughs) I I, I thought for a second you'd be like, my media is Drake and Josh. Oh, my gosh, bro. I can never. I can't even even watch watch it ironically anymore. (laughs) 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 But so mine is a song. Um, My media is the song Heat Breathing by Ingrid Michaelson. Ooh, good choice. So um, basically, I heard the song because, well, I used to be obsessed with Grey's Anatomy, as Jose knows. He got obsessed with it way after uh, I was done with it. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I was obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. I watched it uh, probably season two all the way up to maybe like 11 and then I quit. But season three, the finale, Christina's getting married to Burke. And spoiler alert, of course, that doesn't happen. And she's in the apartment. She realizes that he's gone. And then she has the breakdown. She's, uh-huh. she's like, his trumpet used to be right there. Yep. Scrub Point na- right scrub there. Count- yep. She his pointed it out. Alphabetical order. I'm like, oh. That's how I knew that man was rich. He said, here's the apartment. I'm just going to take my trumpet and CDs. <laughs> and my picture of my, <laughs> and my grandma. <laughs> and my family pictures. And he was out. But so she's hyperventilating and she has uh, Meredith to get that dress off her and all that. And in the background, uh, Keep Breathing by Ingrid Michaelson is playing. And I just kind of love that And it's such a powerful moment. scene, too. It, it's a great Sandra scene. Sandra Oh, would, would she streaming take it off and Meredith comes over with the scissors? Yeah. Such a great scene. Sandra Oh, period. She's a great actress. I love her. Period. Um, I do love that song. I like the congratulations version better the what it's an artist congratulations so you shitting on my media no i love the media i'm just saying (laughs) oh you don't like my media better (laughs) but yeah i like it i like it i like the lyrics uh it just reminds me a little bit myself besides seeing it on tv and liking that uh scene i love that but listening to it by itself i love the meaning in it honestly does like help me center myself or it kind of puts me in a mood that allows me to express my feelings because I feel like personally I'm always moving thinking I'm I'm, I don't stay calm unless I force myself to I don't relax unless I force myself so sometimes you just got to keep breathing shit's going wrong outside shit's not right right now but it It'll get there. You just, it is a beautiful song. Lyrics, melody, whatever. Yeah, I love it. And Ingrid, My- Ingrid Michaelson, I'm I, I pro- I'm not a stand for her, but she has a good, I, I like a good handful of songs from her. I love her. I don't think I know any of her other ones, but I'll be sure to look some up. Okay, yeah. I'll definitely tell you some later. Okay. What's um, yours, Jose? Okay, so I'm going to do a little thing differently this time. Oh, you switching it up? Switching it up. So I'm just going to give podcast recommendations because since we started this podcast, I've been listening to a lot more indie podcasts like 
up and comers like ourselves like like we used to be um, <laughs> <laughs> but so some indie podcasts so one of them i they are also indiana based which we are too Naptown. <laughs> yeah theirs is called or so they say and it's about a set of twins and they go visit haunted areas around indiana and tell you the history behind it and it's really interesting if you like ghost tales Mm-hmm. Fact and Suspicion, it's a true crime show. And I know there's like a thousand and one true crime shows out there now, podcast, but they do stick out to me. And they're, for being so new, they do seem to be like a little above the rest. Oh. And they focus mostly on unsolved cases. I think it's all unsolved cases, actually. Um, oh, I can't watch or I can't listen to that. I love Unsolved. I know you don't, but it I It makes love... me so upset. They'll get me invested. And then at the end, and they never found her killer. Yeah. You, I'll freaking stay up all night looking at theories and like trying to put it together, have my tape recorder and be like, at 6 a.m. she was here. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like trying to solve it. Um, as Spooky Tells gives you ghost stories focusing on latin american stories and it's really good the two hosts on there are hilarious and it it does get as spooky like you know it's really <laughs> <laughs> it's um i listen to or so they say and as spooky tells at, at work when i'm closing and i don't know why i do that because they both like freak me out and i'm like shit is that ghost like <laughs> um as spooky tells, I think it's more on the up and up than the other ones, though. Like they are not quality wise. I think they're all good that I'm mentioning, but they are more popular, I think. Mm-hmm. And then my last one is I could get into this, and they talk about unique hobbies. I just discovered that one yesterday, so I'm gonna listen to two episodes. But if you want to learn about unique hobbies, give them a listen. Okay. And there's more, but I'm just going to focus on those four for this one. And give them a listen, obviously, after you listen to us. You're number yeah. one. Don't, co- don't, 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 don't drop out on us first. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add before I wrap it up? Um, I'll tell a quick story. Uh, I, w- I w- just want to say something real quick. So, At my job, we're leaving this building and we're moving into another building. And as we're leaving this building, I keep seeing us paint and vacuum. I guess you want to leave it better than you came in. But why is our HR director painting walls? I just was like, bro, you could not paint. You could not pay me enough to to be in HR. But then on the side, y'all making me paint shit. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> I just thought, I just wanted to say that. So I don't know what that has. If to anybody do with anything, knows, but... it doesn't have anything to do. But I was just thinking, like, I wish they would, because she's HR. I, I am not on HR's level, so I just kept thinking they better not ask me to pick up no goddamn brush. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell a scary story or something. No, I don't, have any, about I don't have any scary stories. I just wanted to tell that. That's story. an unsolved mystery, I guess. I guess that's where you were going with it. It is. <laughs> um, so if you like this episode, if you did not like this episode, really rate us five stars and subscribe. I'm going to say it again because you guys need to do it. 
It takes you one to two minutes to rate us five stars. And we just gave you about an hour of our time giving you this Mm -hmm. story every week. Don't press dismiss or not now. If you liked it, rate us five stars. If you did not like it, rate us five stars. Tell us what we can change. You want me to get rid of Katrina? She's gone. Five stars. I'm gone, but I'm not. (laughs) But I'm gone. Five stars. Go to those indie podcasts I recommended. Rate them five stars. Subscribe. It helps us grow. It helps us tell people are listening. And we want to keep coming back to you, but we want to know our time is appreciated. And that is a way you can do it. That is a way we can grow. Rate us five stars. One more time. Rate us how many stars? Five stars. Okay. That's all. Uh, that. Wait, <laughs> how many? Wait, how many stars they got to rate? Five us? stars. And you, uh, not every place you can rate five stars. So this is where you can go. You can go to iTunes. I know ooh. a lot of you have iPhones. I see on my app when I see who listens. A lot of you guys are listening on iTunes. Go on iTunes. Oh, shame them. Is podcast addict. There is good pods, which is really good for indie podcasts. Rate us five stars. Tell us what you liked. Tell us, oh. hey, I rated you five stars. Stop telling me rate you five stars. Great. Love it. Hey, I'm your HR director. Don't be talking about my <laughs> shit on your pod. I got you. And then rate us five stars. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and subscribe to come back. We're going to keep coming back with episodes. You can suggest us stuff. Come back. Five stars. Okay. If you want to reach out to us other ways, you can share us your media. You can give us suggestions. We have a Gmail. Save your sorry at gmail.com. Spelled just like the podcast. If you want to send us a dollar or two. Go to our cash up, dollar sign, save your sorry, spelled just like the podcast. And the reason we do a dollar or two is just because we can get better information and books, all that jazz. If you want to reach us on Twitter, it is save your sorry, but the your is spelled you are because the other one's taken and the other person will respond to me. So I can't get that handle. But right now, I know what they're doing. You are sorry. (laughs) And Instagram, I don't think I said that one. Save your sorry, spell just like the podcast. And Yay. what are you going to do right after this episode ends? You're going to go. You're going to find our podcast. You're going to rate us five stars. You're going to subscribe. Okay. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. It's been real. Bye. Bye.